flight between Sydney and LA for Oceanic Flight 815 until... Now, lost on a mysterious island, the survivors have more to fear than survival itself. You killed us all? Nothing is real! Namaste, thank you, and good luck. <laughs> I think your friends just blew themselves up, brother. I just saved us all. I've got to go, and you've got to get as far away from here as possible. Go where? Stop! I'm gonna blow the town, Tom. Who are you people? We're the good guys, Michael. You push the button. That's an order. All we really need to survive is one person who truly loves us. The sweet boy. I think we found it. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One. Hello, I'm Ian Lee. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One, your official UK guide to episode 11, the brilliant Enter 77. Now, if your head is spinning with Dharma, others and hostiles, calm yourself as we attempt to make some sense of it all. Your contributions, as always, are very welcome, so please email us at lost at skyone.co.uk. That's lost at skyone.co.uk. The Lost Initiative. I'm joined this week by surprise guest, Geeky Tom. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, thanks for giving me the chance to come in. <laughs> well, we like to give new talent uh, uh, a little boost. Uh, I'm Paul Terry, editor of The Lost magazine. Hello there, sir. Howdy. Uh, Paul, very quickly, you're... Uh, initial reactions to this episode Side is back and he's amazing uh, and Geeky Tom vast improvement on the last two um, well done guys you, you weren't a fan of the last two uh, no no well, I think I made my feelings quite clear I thought it was a fantastic episode this week uh, in that we finally find out who the eye patch man is that we've seen earlier on uh, when Saeed stumbles upon a small ranch you really did crash here over 40 of us yes I'll go in first make sure it's okay who are you? My name is Mikhail Bakunin. And I'm the last living member of the Dharma Initiative. Now, he initially says he's the last surviving member of Dharma, he'd survived the Dharma-led purge against the hostiles, and that the hostiles have been on the island for a very long time. But then he later says, never been a member of Dharma, but everything else is true. And he moved into the station after the purge. Tom, what do you make of this dude? I don't know. It's all a bit confusing. Which part of what he was saying was true and which part wasn't? I mean, I, I tend to believe that um, he's another and all that part was true and that he has nothing to do with Dharma, but there was a purge and um, he kind of must have moved in after that, like he said. The, the, the purge being, uh, in his words, well, kind of his words, the, the scientists from Dharma having a massive bundle, not in his words at all, these are my words. <laughs> They're better words. They're, they are better. The, the scientists from Dharma trying to kick the ass of the others and failing those being all getting killed. That, is that what the purge... I like the fact that the, he seemed, uh, you know, initially quite narked about the, uh, you know, there's no contact with the outside world, which ties in with what we know happened at the Hydra. You know, when Tom and, uh, and Henry, Ben, person, were all freaking out about they couldn't do anything after the incident, the purple sky vibration thing. Here's a little bit of trivia. Mikhail Bakunin as he gives his name, was in fact a famous 19th century Russian revolutionary and he's considered one of the fathers of anarchism. Anarchism Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, okay, what about Kelvin, who's the dude that was, that was down in the hatch with uh, Desmond? Yeah. 
Do you think he's Dharma? Do you think he's connected to Mikhail? Do you think he's an other? Does this get the show any shed any light on that? I, I get a sense of that. Yeah, I would go with that. I mean, I'm I'm really gullible when it comes to watching TV and and film and that whole speech initially when he's going on and on about you know what he tells side in the first place. Um, when I first was aware of that, I thought that was completely true. I just went completely with it because yeah. you know, that's how I watch things. So, so when, this purge, when did this purge take place? Mikhail says he's been on the island for 11 years. Well, has he been on for 11 years? This is the thing, isn't it? The only thing he said is a lie is that he wasn't a member of Dharma. Everything else is true. But I don't think he's, he's got any any reason to lie about the rest of the information. So I think that he's saying that to side and being honest about it. Everything was true, mm. apart from the slight detail that he's actually a bad guy in a vertical Tom, do you buy that? Everything was true apart from, from that? Well, no, because if he was another, why would they draw a line around farm and all that and say that you're not allowed to go over it why would he shoot them right at the beginning well maybe he's maybe he's an other that has done bad and has been castigated okay how about this for a theory yeah Russo's in in on all of it she's another yeah she basically when she um, walked off round to go meet in the stream she walked round to the house and went Hey up, um, we've got some guys about to come in there, watch out. We need to like make them believe that, um, well basically there's nothing you can do because they're basically going to rumble you. So she kind of legs it out, The um, Mrs. Clue hides downstairs, yeah? Okay, I, I have no idea what words are, those words are meaning, but carry on, yes. I liked it, yeah. yeah well, like help it. me out here. Yeah, I liked it. it. I don't, I don't think it. it's true, but I think it's a good theory. What do you mean? No, I don't, I don't think she, you know, can a lot of people think she's in on it. I don't okay. think she's in on it at all. Oh, I, I liked her saying A up. I like that a lot. But now, he says he's been on the island for 11 years. Oh, do we believe that? Yeah, I, I, I don't see any reason to not believe what it. What I don't get is if there are no Dharma members left, why are there still Dharma food drops? Yeah, well, I think there's this, that's the big confusion, the big kind of double bluff or whatever it is between the Hanzo Foundation and the Dharma Initiative and this group that we've known as the others. Like, wh- who's who? Who fits in where? Who's which? Who's members of which clubs? You know what I mean? Is, who is members of which faction? That's what I was trying to get at. This is a complicated episode for me because I'm very stupid. If the others are not Dharma and they've been on the island for a very long time, why are they there? And why did that guy say he was from Russia and all that stuff? Well, he's Russian. Yeah, he is. Then, but That's he, why he said it. But if he's, he's another and he's been there for such a long time, how come he's got all that amazing backstory that he told us all about? Well, that's, that's probably true. What he's what the backstory about you know but being in... the others have all been on the island for ages. Well, I you know I think that the whole can be. Yeah, what, we... what's wrong about his backstory about the whole Afghanistan thing, thing like? That? Well, you're saying that the others have been on the island for a very long time. If he's been on there for a very long time, he's not. He says he's been on there for eleven years. Though he's another though, isn't he? I believe he's been on there for eleven years. <laughs> yeah, and that he's he's a late comer. So how do you become another? I don't know. Well, that's the big one, isn't it? Really. So but, like, but I think I think this this taps into the whole global reaching thing of the conspiracy, which all the fans are, are mad on, isn't it? The fact that it's not self-contained; it's a massive conspiratorial thing. I think we have to mention the cat. He calls the cat Nadia, yeah. which you know I'm guessing in a lost kind of way could be a reference to some time he spent with Saeed's girlfriend, one true love, one true love, Nadia, Nadia, who Locke had an experience with in. America when he was doing his, uh, his house inspections. The others do seem to be carrying out experiments, perhaps Dharma-like experiments. What was tested, there's the crazy sensory deprivation room and they've yep. got a fertility expert in Juliet on the island. Yep. Is it possible that the others were were Dharma and have evolved? Well, they, have, they had, had a fight, didn't they? So it probably isn't. Well, do we know they had a fight, though? Do we definitely know there was a fight? They said it was a purge. There's some infiltration what's happening. The incident? If yeah. Kelvin was another... If oh, Kelvin was Dharma... If Kev- Kelvin was Dharma, he only died a little while ago. Yeah, well... And he wasn't killed in the purge no so he would have been the officially last person of Dharma just to qualify what the hell are we calling the purge 
<laughs> just to make sure you're in a war. The purge is the war between Dharma and the others that. Oh, which uh, Mikhail, Mikhail was, was describing. Yes. Got you. Okay. No, I don't think Kelvin was killed during the purge. He was just well, killed no, he by wasn't. Desmond, wasn't yeah. he? It was an accident. Yeah. yeah. So. so, whatever the incident was. The incident was done before the purge, yeah? And that could have been something that started the fight between <laughs> the others. Hang on a minute. <laughs> what? Okay. What's the, the thing where the sky goes purple called? The sky goes purple. purple. The purge is the battle between the Dharma and the, uh, the yeah. others. Yeah. And the incident, we still don't know it, what, what that is. Yeah, and that's that's probably why everything doesn't work, because like the dish in that little shanty house. Oh no, no, I disagree with that, you see. I think the, the dish doesn't work and the sonar cables going to the ocean don't work because of the purple sky at the moment. Well, okay. That's what I, that, that, that's what I was getting at. But he Sorry. said it, didn't, it, hadn't, it hadn't worked for years, though. He's a liar. Because Locke says, doesn't he, that the, maybe that's the, the purple sky stops it working. Yeah. How would that stop a satellite dish working? Yes, my sky dish goes a little bit wonky if it rains really, really heavily. But how is a purple sky going to, to have any effect on that. But we don't really know what the purple sky was about, do we? We know that an electromagnetic anomaly was seemed to be diffused in some kind, but what was the fallout from that? We don't know. We need to get some sense. Let's speak to a real person if we can. Let's go to the lost line. And we've got Steve. Hello, Steve. Hello there. How's it going? What okay. have you got for us, sir? Right, I've got a bit of a theory. Okay. Um, but you, you are prepared to uh, be bullied mercilessly if it's guff? Yeah, I think that's going to happen, to be honest. But... Wow, he's got faith in his ideas already. <laughs> All right, go on. Let, let's yeah, hear right. it. Right, I think something definitely is going on with the time the day that it is and the time of year it is and everything like that. I think there's been a few little hints. I mean, one of the main ones is when they Jack went to find his dad's body in the coffin and it wasn't there. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that um, would have shown, uh, like, decay. Say, like, a few months have passed or a few years have passed, that body would be all decayed, so the others had to remove that body. So oh. that Jack wouldn't twig when he found it. So you I like that. So yeah, that's you're, good. you're saying that they've been there longer than they think? Yes, or something's going on, like time is faster on the island or something like that. There's a few others. I mean, when they're in the sensory deprivation room, and there was the the anagram in there, and it was a lost time. Yeah. So I've been wondering what that means. Maybe that's what it means, that they're losing time while they're there. I like that. I like the idea of them stealing the body, because it would have shown, yeah, a longer period of decay than, like, two hours. I'm I'm confused. So you're, you're, you're saying that time is faster there. So either that, that or something happened and they froze. So that a day a day on the so I need to get this straight a day on the island would be like say for example a year in the real world. Yeah, that could well be well, could well be true. Tom is, could, Tom is this is this making any sense to you? Why aren't all the trees like really big, you what? know? Cuz if well, everything's decaying really quickly, uh, yeah, surely point, does the, point, yeah. surely everything grows quicker and they age really quickly. Well, maybe well they're all getting healed quite quickly, aren't they? Yeah. Like um Locke's legs and um Rose and her no, Tom, that. I'm going to interrupt you, Steve, and stick up for you. That oh, wouldn't work, that wouldn't work, Tom. If they were on the island, then again, this destroys part of Steve's theory. I know. If you're <laughs> on the island, then you're protected yeah. by the, uh, from the time yeah. motion yeah. Yeah. that yeah. you're excluded yeah. from if you're off the island, so the body right. wouldn't have gone mouldy. Well, no, maybe it's, not as, maybe it's not as much as like a year in a day. Maybe it's, maybe it's more like a few weeks Maybe it's like four seasons in one day. It could maybe. be. Sing it. But there's got, there's got to be some reason why the body isn't there. Cause that's quite a key thing, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot about the body. Yeah, I like that. I, any other nice clues? You if spotted. you think about it, it's like the the cat in this week's episode. It's a part of like people's past appearing on the island. Well, yeah, but the body was on the island, and he saw him, his dad. Yeah, I know he around. means like the, the actual corpse of oh, right. Christian Shepherd. There was he you know well, the cat the... might be on the island. Growing really old in this what? timely. Yeah, hey, Steve, ignore Tom. He's in in a funny mood today, talking <laughs> okay, out of his bum. Anything else? Well, um, I think the producers have said as well, I mean, when they were talking about when Ben was showing Jack the World series, mm. um, the producers mentioned that, I mean, they're pretending that everything is 
this has only just happened and a few things have happened since you've been on the island. Yeah. But um, they could well just be lying and just trying to completely throw everyone off the scent. I kind of like this thing. I, the, I the, like this a lot, yeah. This, the, is, this the, is interesting. A, a longer period of time has passed in the real world. Did we see, you know, the end of series two, when the people are in the ice station and they phone up Desmond's girlfriend, Penny. Yeah. Did we see her face? Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. And oh, she didn't look old? No, not particularly. Oh, in that case, that's a load of old guff, Steve. Sorry. All oh, right, mate. It, it does on that one thing alone. It doesn't work, does well, it? No, it, it? She it, might age quite well. well <laughs> she is fed. But it might not be sort of like a, a massive amount of years. It might just be a, a slight, you know, increase. But what's in, the point? In time. What's the point in that? Yeah. Well, we don't. Well, we don't know whether they're controlling it or not. They're maybe I don't know. Yeah, no. Exactly. The hula, Steve. Listen. Exactly anything else now. before we go? <laughs> uh, no, that's all. All right. Listen. Thank you very much. All right. It's, it's got some good points. Work on it and come back next week. All right. Thank you. Here's a nice I I kind of like it, but it doesn't doesn't quite sit. You know, I like it though. It's season one orientated. It's going right back to the beginning of the show and p- plucking out a little bit of evidence, a bit of a moment that happened with the corpse in the in the the coffin, and talking about how that relates to the show now. I think that's cool. If you've got uh, some theories uh, and you're nice, we like nice people, then send your phone number, your, your ideas, your details, whatever, to lost at skyone.co.uk. That's lost at skyone.co.uk. The Lost Initiative. Now we have a new station to add to the list. So when did you come to the island? 11 years now. I liked computers, communications equipment, and being alone like a lighthouse keeper. So they put me in this station. They called it the flame. What's the purpose of the flame? To communicate with the outside world, of course. I was disappointed that it wasn't a hatch. I know. I was fairly underwhelmed at it. It's just, just a barn. Yeah. Had a basement. Had an underground bit. Yeah, but even that was just like a normal cellar. You want a, you want a hatch. You want it to be, you want it to have like TVs and computers from the early eighties. Yeah, know? Well, maybe, maybe they sort of feel they've done, you know, the pearl, which is really underground, and the swamp, which is underground. So maybe they're just sort of mixing up and showing. Or maybe they're just getting lazy. Yeah. And halfway through series three, and they're thinking, I ain't got that much money now. Exactly. Well, how, yeah, but it, how would a station that was completely underground have communicate with the outside world if that was correct? It could have, have, it could have a big it? tower. It could have like lasers. It could have all sorts. But it, it be, seemed like a farm as well. It seemed like it was looking after the animals, maybe for the zoological experiments, that kind of stuff. He trained that cow well, didn't he? He always. <laughs> I didn't know you could train Tell you what, I would not be running to him if I was a cow and I saw inside that little cabinet. How much meat does one man need? (laughs) Not that much meat. That man had a lot of meat. That's a fair point, though. Maybe maybe he's not a loner. Well, that that must be it, because he had enough. And also, it wasn't a freezer. It was just just a a chill cabinet. That would go off. Juliet made uh, made Jack burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she did. Juliet made Jack burgers. So maybe he's like a sort of, you know, a comely butcher as well. Oh dear, that sounds very unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Mikhail says that the flame has wires running underground to other stations on the island. Now, this could explain potentially how Walt managed to communicate with Michael via the computer. Yeah, I still don't believe that was Walt, though. Uh, and it's also that uh, we see the re- reappearance of Dr. Marvin Candle. He's the fellow in the, the Dharma. Yeah, I always it's, I like it's, a bit of Marvin cool. Yeah, when he pops up, that's, yeah. that's classic Lost, yeah. The technology didn't quite work for me in this episode. Yes, it? I love that, the VGA screen. Yeah. Right, right. Then suddenly it's like a proper TV screen. But, but VGA can handle that kind of video. What I don't get is why this menu, uh, the, you know, Marvin Candle doing this menu. Who, yeah, who's mucking around with all these computers? Who's going around going, right, all you can do is press like a, a bunch of numbers in that computer. This one, you got to play a, a chess event. But what, if you're being attacked by the the, <laughs> the, uh, the others or whatever, quick, being attacked. Yeah. Quick, go, go and win a game of chess against a computer, so that we can do that thing where we have to enter seven seven and blow the place up. You, you wouldn't have time to do that. That's insane. Isn't yeah, it? but I thought that was all. Again, I thought that was all facade. I thought it was all just to make Locke think that was because they know Locke. They like.
like play against people's weaknesses and strengths. And he, he's a bit, you know, all his role playing games he used to do yeah. in the office. Yeah. I think that was just messing with him until he tricked him into thinking he won something quite So you're you know, going special. along with the whole, it's, it's all one big giant plan and everyone's I, on the same team going I, against Can I try? I don't think uh, Mick Arm was obviously lying when he said you, can't, you won't beat that because it's yeah, really tough that's it, what obviously I mean, yeah. it was beatable but I, I still believe that the chess game was the proper entry route into the, the, the menu system it doesn't look like it it just said oh yeah emergency like backup system or whatever overrides being initiated and it looked all kind of patched together maybe it's an experiment could be but no, I'm thinking maybe what was Clue up to you know maybe Clue was like override get the chess thing up cutting some wires you know, yeah, disappointingly, most of the uh, options aren't working, but Locke, uh, 77 days after the plane crashed on the island, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. Who didn't know that? Me. Me. I just, <laughs> I just read it. It's on a bit of paper. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, he finds out that Enter 77 is still very active on the menu. What have you done, John? That place was our one hope of communication with the outside world! The computer said if there was an incursion by the hostiles, I should enter 7-7. So I entered 7-7. We should go. If anyone's around, this explosion's going to attract their attention. Now, why would Dharma want to destroy the flame if they were invaded? What could possibly be in there? They could get out. All the people that are on the island can communicate with the outside mm. world. It's the big communication device. See, I think this goes back to what we spoke about initially with, uh, you know, who's hostile, who's Dharma, who's who's uh, Hanzo. And this is a fair point, isn't it? Because Marvin Candle says, if hostiles have infiltrated the unit, we don't know who destroy the it. Are, yes. But as in a, a secure measure, destroy it. The, bunk, the, the uh, hostiles the are always the others. Even um, Calvin uh, Inman calls them the hostiles. I don't know if the others are necessarily the hostiles. I don't know if they're the same group of people. But that seemed to be the the, the utmost protection is just destroy the thing. If hostiles do come near it, yeah, it's quite it. extreme. Shoot Mrs. Clue, yeah, so she doesn't give away and get and, rid of it and blow up the station. Lots of I- exciting stuff in the cellar, as well as the um, the, the jumpsuits, the Dharma, uh, the, all the manuals and things like that. Uh, very exciting. Now. We see Ms. Clue. Ms. Mm. B. Clue. I wonder where she'd been. Uh, I can't work out if she's attractive or not. I think if her hair was let down, she'd be more attractive. I think she's kind of foxy. I think yeah. she is. Yeah. But Authoritative. She's so yeah. evil. Now, we have a, uh, I've got a translation of the, co- the brilliant conversation. That scene, I've got to say, is one of the most exciting scenes when Locke is at gunpoint and they've got oh, Ms. Clue. Amazing. And uh, Saeed's going, leave it to me, Locke. And Locke's, what's brilliant is Locke's going, don't let her speak to him. Yeah, well, so Locke's right. Locke is right. We have this conversation here translated from the Russian. I'd like you two to read it, if you would. Brilliant. Tom, if you could be Clue. Oh, here we go. I thought uh, it would be And uh, you can be Mikhail. There we go. Mikhail. Mikhail, Mikhail, you know what to do. We still have another way. You cannot risk it. You know the conditions. There is another way. They captured us. We will not let them get back into this territory. You know what to do, and that's an order. We still have another way. (laughs) Just do it, Mikhail. Forgive me. That you two are bloody awful. I'll have that back. Don't don't take that show up to Edinburgh. I think that's quite exciting. Tom, you impressed with that? Yeah, it's all right. Not your poor poor acting skills. Oh, thanks. Uh, what, What do you make of that, Paul? Uh, I thought it was really good. We yeah. still have another way. What does that mean? What's he saying there? That's the bit that gets... We still have another way. I, I think it could be a plant in the... Uh, oh, the Losties, aren't they? You know, there could be someone there that is another, but we oh, just like don't that. Know. Yeah, there's another sort of there's another, another mole. You think yeah. we still have another way refers to the fact that one of the Losties is, uh, yeah, in, yeah. is another. Yeah. Uh, we, we will not let them get into the territory. Dark territory? We seem to get from this. She's definitely superior to Mikhailo. She She gives the orders. Yeah. So, who, who the hell is this woman? I think she was uh, pretty senior, probably slightly below Ben, maybe. Why is uh, killing her a solution? 
Because Mikhail's still around. She probably knows more higher echelons of the others has good secrets. Word. And, and good yeah. word mispronounced, but yeah, good word. Yeah, well, go on and pronounce it right then. Echelons. Echelons. Oh, right. Uh, now, Danielle Rousseau's in it. She's like, as soon as they get to this house, though, I'm off. I'm off to go and tell. I'm just going to just walk around the side. You think, do you think that's what was happening? Peep through the window and go, I'm just, you know, some people over there looking at you. Do you really think that was what was yeah, happening? Yeah, I really do. That'd be awful, though, wouldn't it, really? Why? It is odd that she, she snuck off, yeah, isn't she, it? Because she's looking yeah. for her daughter. Yeah. And so then go oh, and I've do never that. been to this house before. I don't know that man. I'm just going to go and wait by the stream. Well, now you mention that, I'm, Good. I'm, I'm glad. But, I'm... You know, but the poor beach campers, you know, they, they they entrust them into their little brethren and they go off on a little adventure. She does that. That's terrible. Can I just say a beautiful moment in the comedy interlude when Sawyer's about to play ping pong, and he says to Nikki, "Oh, you love that bit. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, that's what we're all thinking. <laughs> no, no. You know, I liked him calling Paolo Zorro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Uh, um, we've got another caller on the lost line. It's Sam. Hello, Sam. Hello. Now, Sam, what have you got for us today? Um, well, I have a little theory about Rousseau actually being another, but she doesn't sort of know she is, if you know what I mean. Oh, because, okay, yes, carry on. Right, the others needed Jack because he's been is dead, obviously, so they didn't have another spare surgeon. So I was thinking, why would they need another fertility doctor? Yeah. Because, so why would they need Julia? Yeah. So I was thinking, maybe Rousseau was another fertility doctor, and then she did something, I don't know what, um... And then it killed someone or something, but because she was um, going out with Ben or Juliet, no, I mean, not Juliet, um, Jacob, and then they could pull some strings and put, chucked her in room 23. So, yeah. so, so she could think um, that she wasn't another and she came to the island on a sort of expedition or whatever. And that's why she's keeping away from the others. Okay. But, I, can, I can translate yeah, yes, Tom, I can, I can, yes, Tom, yes. Summarise it. Um, that... Russo is, in fact, um, working for the others because she was brainwashed in the brainwashing um, okay. room. There's, there's a couple of interesting things here. You yeah. were just saying, Tom, that, that, that you think that Russo is another. Yeah. So you, you, you said and that. This is quite a nice way of explaining it. So maybe she doesn't know she is because she's been brainwashed. It's not a great way of explaining it, but yes, we're, we're getting there. Now, this also could possibly link in with another theory that the memories, the flashbacks, are in fact I- implanted memories. Yeah, a lot of people have said that, yeah. Is that something that you think about often, Sam? Yeah, that, that could link in as well. That is, they're actually just implanting memories and everyone mm. thinking they're not who they actually are. Yes. OK, well, thanks for that, Sam. All right. Anything else before we say goodbye? Um, no, sorry. OK, it is all right. It is all right. Goodbye, Sam. Bye. Oh, what a delightful, delightful person. I can't believe how long you let that. You're such a that's horrible person. Why am I horrible? <laughs> Why am I horrible? It just awkward silence. It was just, a, it was a man, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, just, he was very young, and you just. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, very young. I bet he's about thirty. <laughs> I bet that he's about thirty just years old on his office chair, swimming around at work. <laughs> Can I just say, he's probably managing director. If if you are calling into the lost line, please, please try and sit still. Otherwise, it gets in the way. But interesting, interesting. That was a good point. I like that. Yes. I'm now that you've mentioned it. Now that Sam has has backed it up, I think that Russo could be another. We've got some emails. Time for emails. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One is from Peter Martin, and he is talking about Desmond and time travel. You keep saying on the podcast that the producer... I don't need to speak. He probably does that, Peter. That's good. Carry on. You you keep saying on the podcast that producers have confirmed that Desmond actually went back in time in flashes before your eyes. Because I don't think that's true. Well, hang on, what? They have said that Desmond actually experienced it, but they stopped short of saying it was time travel. You you said that they confirmed it was time travel. Yeah, I'll come come back to this. All right, Mr. Martin, carry on. He's got beef with you, mate. Carry on, Mr. Email. Okay, carry on. 
I think Desmond did actually experience that time again, but in the same way as Locke experienced things in further instructions in his sweat lodge. Locke saw things in that flashback that weren't genuine. E.G. Hurley was an airplane employee and Ben was security. So maybe Desmond didn't actually see Charlie busking. My theory is, continues Peter Martin, that Desmond's experience was actually the island trying to communicate to him. Perhaps to explain his fate was to come to the island and that he couldn't do anything to change it. Yeah, well, uh, Peter Martin, splitting hairs, look it up. Because, you know, basically, on the ABC podcast, a fan wrote in and asked Damon and Carlton and said, so, was it all in his head? You know, end of the episode, did something bang in his head and it was just, you know, all an imaginary thing? Or did that actually happen? They said, yeah, that actually happened. But what actually happened? Did he actually go back in time, which is what you've been leading us to believe? That's what you or said, Or did he Paul actually Terry. imagine all of those Editor things happening? What else would you assume they mean by, no, Mr. Fan, that wasn't in his head, that actually happened? I don't experience. know. I don't know because it's a very open-ended statement. I would like to see uh, the written dialogue of that because that is... All right, all right, fair play. Peter Martin, if, if, I did, if they didn't actually say, yes, he went back in time and it was time travel, then, you know, if I'm misled by, you know... Like making fans believe that fair play but I, no, think, no. I think he's splitting hairs massively here I don't think know? he is splitting hairs because from the statement you've just told me and already it's changing from week to week Paul let's be honest here the statement you've told me could quite easily mean that yes <laughs> the spotlight's on you now that yes those things did happen brackets unspoken in his mind close brackets no 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 if I find... Uh, seriously, I want you to bring in the text of, of, of that statement next week. What, what bring what in? The text... What have we just been talking about? The... Oh, what, you want me to transcribe it and type it out for you? I, I want to yeah. see it written down word for word. All I can say is repeat what I'd said in a different way, which is... No. A fan... No, 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 let me finish. A fan said... <laughs> a fan a said... A fan said... What all this talk about time travel? It's a similar conversation. But you're you're no, no, you're, no, no, no. you're, you're misqu- I, I, I fear you're misquoting them, and that's that's not going to do you your. You might be leading your listeners down no, the wrong no, avenue. No, 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 no. I want to see the exact words. All right, okay. Yeah. And if I find out that Paul, Peter Martin is correct. I want to give you a dead arm. Well, you can try. Uh, another email. This is from LostFanJack67, <laughs> yes, right, which, which would, would mean is. that there are there are at least another 66 LostFanJacks. <laughs> uh, okay, let me get straight to the point. Oh, we like that. <laughs> Maybe it is time travel. I thought we were going to carry on. Maybe it is time travel, but just not the way you are thinking. It could be that the island is a place where different timelines meet. That's in capital letters. This explains, because he's shouting, this explains why people keep popping in and out of each other's backstories. It doesn't. If Jack lived an infinite amount of lives, he would meet an infinite amount of Desmonds. There is one timeline where things go exactly right. The timelines intertwine and cross, so this is why you hear whispers from other timelines. And this would explain why Desmond says, See you in another life, brother. Not the next life... Shut up. Not not the next life, but a different life. What? <laughs> so, yeah, you see, it's like my theory off of oh, Lost Fan Jack off. 67 is obviously a mental Tom, please. I think we should get the other Lost Fan Jacks in to maybe <laughs> have some better <laughs> get points in the room. <laughs> I, I, so there's different timelines, there's an infinite number yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. It's back to the Sliders theory, the, the excellent TV show Sliders from the 90s, uh, Jerry O'Connell, uh, and, and there are parallel universes, all kind of living similar lives, but all slightly different. Uh, anyway, if you've got a theory that's halfway decent, or a load of old guff, you can send it to us at lost at skyone.co.uk. That's lost at skyone.co.uk. Now, a side flashback. A lot, a very violent episode this week, wasn't it? Yeah, but powerhouse acting from uh, Naveen Andrews, I thought, amazing. Uh, do you enjoy the flashbacks? 
Tom? Um, yeah, no, they are. They're good. I like size. One's always incredibly violent. One's a big <laughs> fan of extreme violence. <laughs> so, it, uh, an interesting twist at the end. He did pour burning oil yeah. or over that woman. Didn't see that coming. Or did he? Or did he just admit it? So No, he, he did it. Okay, he did it. He, he, he actually did I it. I think that'd be quite a brave admission. Yeah, he, he cried as well, so he probably... Well, he could have... Yeah. He always a really good actor. I thought she was brilliant, the, uh, the, the actress playing the... Uh, the I the like the little movie. quivering top lip, though. Um, is the cat in size flashback the same cat that was on the island? I, did, did they look, look the same? They looked the same, didn't they? Yeah. I think they looked similar. Yeah, but, I don't know. It's just supposed to be a reference. Because there was a moment of communication between them at the end when the cat's like staring at Sai and Sai's like staring at There the seems cat. it's quite a big thing on the island, like a cat from his flashback. Yeah, like um, like Kate's horse. Yeah, the black Kate's horse. horse. Yeah. Hurley's um, mental mate with the slipper. Oh, Dave. Dave. <laughs> that was just in his mind, though, wasn't it? We don't know. He gave yeah. him the slipper. There was a proper slipper and he had the slipper. We don't, we don't think this is a monster, do we? Well, no, it's not. People think it's the monster, but it's pretty not. I don't think the monster was the cat. That would be a bit I think, of I think it's an actor cat and an actor horse and an actor Dave. All, all oh, shut up! Big conspiracies! <laughs> I'm going to end it there, to be honest. I fancy a drink. <laughs> uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Uh, Tom, thank you. Uh, can I just say thank you to the Fuselage for wishing, wishing me a happy birthday last week? Who? The Fuselage. The website. The I didn't know it was your board. birthday. When was your yeah, birthday? Last week. Well, happy birthday. When did you mention it? He's, 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 he's now 12 years old, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, happy birthday, you old sod. Thanks. Episode 12 of Lost is on Sunday at 10pm, Sky 1. It's repeated Wednesday at 10pm and it's on Sky 2, Friday at 9pm. Uh, please go to the website. We'd love it if you did. There's a new... I didn't, I didn't, no one told me. On the website, sky1.co.uk forward slash lost, there's a new Ian Lee meets the cast of Lost. That's been in the phrase, isn't Wonder it? Why didn't anyone tell me about that? I had to have someone post it on a MySpace page. What, what is it, a new clip of... It's, it's t- uh, two. Ian Lee meets the cast of Lost 2. Oh, no, I didn't know about that. I knew oh. the first one. There you go. No one told me. Sounds a bit rubbish. Probably not going to watch it. Join us again next week for an equally thorough guide to episode 12, Part Evian. I'm Ian Lee, and until then, namaste. The Lost Initiative is a co production for Sky One.